Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. This is Auto Line Daily for October 4th, 2010, and now the news. A lot of analysts have criticized the $27 billion in debt that the Ford Motor Company is carrying. But Ford's CEO, Alan Mulally, says, no worries, Mike. Reuters reports that Mulally says Ford will have zero net debt by the end of next year. And he expects the company to earn an investment grade rating when that happens. Well, here's my AutoLine insight. When Mulally says they'll have zero net debt, that doesn't mean the company will not have any debt at all. It will. What zero net debt means is that Ford will have enough cash or other assets to cover all of its short and long-term debt. Right now, the company can't do that. But you know, all car companies like to borrow money to take on new projects, and that's why I say Ford will still have debts in the future. But the fact that they could pay off all that debt at once, if they had to, is the more important thing to look at. One of the questions about electric vehicles is whether or not the public will embrace them. Well, one way to get people interested is with exotic designs and blistering performance. And that was evident at this year's Paris Motor Show. Several automakers unveiled two-seat electric sports cars with dramatic styling. The ones that stood out in my mind were the Renault Desir, the Citroën Servolt, and the Jaguar CX-75. I don't think any of these models will make it to production, but they are a way to whet the public's appetite for electrics. And I also think that GM's lawyers will be very interested to see Citroen using the word Volt in the name of its EV concept car. We've been following how China has restricted exports of rare earth metals, which are needed to make hybrid and electric vehicles, and how that could cripple automakers outside of China. But now it looks like those companies are turning to new sources. The AFP reports that Australia may benefit from China's new policy. Analysts say that Australia has vast reserves and that it could become a world leader in rare earths by 2014. China currently controls 90% of the global market in rare earth metals. You know, it's amazing what today's smartphones can do. I just picked up a Droid X and there seems to be an application on it for just about everything. And now, as we found on Autoblog, courtesy of Mashable.com, there's a new app in the works called Dent Betty. If you get in a fender bender, you take a couple of photos of where your car got banged up and the app sends them to repair shops in your area. Within a week, you can have up to seven estimates from different shops. Sounds like a cool idea, but it does have its limitations. Currently, only 120 shops in California and the Massachusetts, New York area are signed up for the service, and it's only good for cosmetic damage, not for major work. Chrysler's motor parts division, Mopar, is giving drag racers something to drool over. It's coming out with a limited edition Challenger with a V10 engine and what it's calling the Drag Pack. It's a purpose-built car for NHRA stock and super stock racing. You heard right, I said V10. This modified muscle car gets a 512 cubic inch, 8.4 liter engine that's borrowed from the Viper. Unfortunately, no power or torque figures are given. But the really exciting news about this thing are not the features that it comes with, but what it comes without. No windshield wipers, no HVAC system, no rear seat, and no power steering. It only has a 
two-speed automatic transmission, and a solid rear axle. Everything about this car is purpose-built for the quarter mile. Mopar is pricing the Challenger V10 Drag Pack at nearly $86,000. Production begins early next year and only 70 will be built. The media is reporting that car sales in the American market last month were up strong. Well, here's why you keep watching AutoLine Daily. I'm going to show you why that's not what happened at all. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. All over the media today, you can see stories about how well new car sales did in the American market for September. But don't you believe it? The market continued to show a lot of weakness. So how come you're seeing media reports that sales are up? because everyone keeps comparing sales to last year. But in September 2009, sales fell off a cliff when the cash for clunkers money ran out. So you get a very distorted picture when we look at what happened a year ago. I keep saying the more accurate way of learning what's going on in the market right now is to look at month to month sales, not year to year. So let's compare August to September. And on that basis, the numbers are not much to cheer about. According to Wards, total sales came in at only 956,000 vehicles. I keep saying that unless we sell more than a million vehicles a month, we're not showing any progress. The annualized rate, or SAR, came in at 11.7 million vehicles. That's somewhat better than analysts expected, but it's still pretty weak. Now let's look at who's gaining and who's losing market share amongst the full-line manufacturers. Not surprisingly, Ford is leading the pack. It increased market share nearly 6% from August to September, coming in for a total of 16.5%. But surprise, surprise, Chrysler was the second biggest gainer for the month. Its market share was up 4% to come in at 10.4% of the market. And even more amazing, Chrysler surpassed Honda in market share. Remember, Chrysler has the oldest lineup of any full-line car company, and even though many of these are fleet sales, this is an impressive performance. Imagine what the company can do once it gets competitive products in its showrooms. Toyota also had a good month, with its market share edging up more than 3%, and Nissan was up slightly as well. The big losers? Hyundai Kia, which saw their market share fall nearly 9% from the prior month. Honda fell more than 6%, which is a key reason why Chrysler was able to sail past it, and General Motors was down by 2%. All in all, a very interesting month, or as Spock would say, fascinating, Captain, fascinating. Hey, don't forget to check out Open Line tonight, the most interesting phone conversation you can listen in on or even get involved yourself. Call in tonight with our host, Miss Motormouth, and tonight, the pin that will get you in is 29156. That's tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. And that's today's top news for the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.